0: pink 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 lemonade stand Stand. welcome to the pink lemonade stand i'm your host heidi webster and happy monday i'm so glad you are here today to get a little zest in your step we have a fantastic episode for you today talking about imposter syndrome I'm actually having so much fun with these episodes because I'm really thinking about things that I want to learn about and that inspire me or excite me or that I feel or that I experience and so I really do hope that you are enjoying these episodes and I really want to say thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening and if you are enjoying the Pink Lemonade Stand I invite you to share it with a friend. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and ensure that every single Monday morning you are getting these episodes straight to your phone. And if you have a moment, leave a review. This makes a huge difference for the pink lemonade stand, and I really do want to hear your feedback. I want to hear what you have to say, and the reviews help so much. So remember to RRS. Rate, review, and subscribe. (laughs) This week's sponsor is Pinky Swear & Co., my favorite boutique candle company. If you have been listening to the Pink Lemonade Stand this summer, you know that we have done an amazing collaboration with Pinky Swear with our Pink Lemonade Stand candle. And if you are new to the podcast, guess what? We have an amazing collaboration with Pinky Swear and co. Get yourself this Pink Lemonade Stand candle It is gorgeous, it is delicious, it is delightful, it is zesty, it is everything you've ever dreamed of in a sweet, citrusy summer candle. The Pink Lemonade Stand Candle is pure, nostalgic, summertime perfection, blending invigorating lemon zest and ripe tangerine with juicy mixed berries and quenching watermelon for that sweet, refreshing, good vibes feeling. This is a limited a dish candle, so get your hands on one before it's gone. I think there's one month left to get this candle. We could not be more honored than to be doing this collab. I want to tell you a little bit about Pinky Swear and Co. They produce amongst the cleanest, long-lasting candles on the market. Their hand-poured, small-batch candles contain a natural, sustainably sourced coconut soy wax. And paraben-free with pure essential oil blends. And for every candle sold, they donate $1 to a featured charity. The packaging is so beautiful. You can reuse the jar when you're done. And guess what? We have a discount code for you. Excuse me? Use code PLS15 to get 15% off your very own pink lemonade stand candle. Get more than one. I also have the magic hour, which is so delish. So get yourself a couple. You'll get free shipping. Go to pinkyswearandco.com and use code PLS15 get 15% off your order. Okay, citrus got real. Go do it. It's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I have got a great good news story for you today to give us all the good feels. So it's time for The Sweetest Thing. Breaking news, 200,000 pounds of garbage was removed from the ocean. This story is insane. I can't even believe this. Okay, so if you didn't know what the Great Pacific Garbage Patch is, it is the largest of the five offshore plastic accumulation zones in the world's ocean. It's located halfway between Hawaii and California. So it is estimated that one to two and a half million tons of plastic are entering the ocean each year from rivers. More than half of this plastic is less dense than the water, meaning that it will not sink once it goes into the sea. So it's being accumulated in these zones. And there are some scientists and some teams of people who have created this project to get the plastic out of our oceans and for good. So this is such an exciting story. Um, The Ocean Voyages Institute... Pulled the debris from, an air, from the Great Pacific garbage patch. And the Ocean Voyages Institute has spent the last 14 years focusing on solutions to the issue of plastics accumulating in the ocean. So on Wednesday, the group shared video and pictures from the crew's latest 45-day cleanup mission in the Pacific. The president of Ocean Voyages, Mary Crowley, said it really is restoring ocean habitat because without us removing this, a tremendous amount of ocean life gets either killed because they're entangled in the debris or they consume and eat the debris, which doesn't digest in their stomachs. Much of the consumer waste has broken into smaller pieces. However, we see brands, coolers, beer, crates, laundry baskets, etc., so, the group uh, said that the recovered plastic will now be repurposed or recycled, and they are getting ready to head back out again on another voyage to do another big cleanup. So, this is amazing. Bravo to the Ocean Voyages Institute for helping the Great Pacific Garbage Patch and getting that out of the ocean. I'm going to put links to these videos that you can see them emptying out this giant net full of garbage onto this boat. It is unbelievable. We are so grateful to them. So we love this story. And if any of you have Good news stories that you hear that you want to share with me, I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can email me at the plspodcast at gmail.com, or you can DM me on Instagram at the plspodcast. Podcast. So send me your sweetest things. All right, let's get into our episode today. It's time for the main squeeze. Today we are talking about imposter syndrome. Now, we have all definitely experienced this at some point in our lives. I definitely have. This is why I wanted to talk about this today, because it's something I've been thinking about a lot. Imposter syndrome is this pattern of thinking that makes us doubt our accomplishments and makes us fear being exposed as a fraud, or we think that we're not worthy or... Uh, we think we're going to be found out. We're not actually worthy to be where we are. We are not an expert or we question ourselves. We wonder why the heck anyone want to listen to us or or believe in our work. Raise your hand if you've ever felt imposter syndrome. Are you feeling called out right now? Well, um, this is a really great topic. And the more that we talk about it, the better it is. So, when we feel this imposter syndrome, we basically are hearing the inner bully voice talk to ourselves. You know, it's this negative self talk. And a few episodes back, I talked about this acronym that my friend Molly and I made up on our hikes called FOSS, F-O-S, F O S, <laughs> which stands for that internal voice that comes into our head that is completely full of shit. <laughs> The audacity of that boss to creep in there into our brains. Get out of there. Get the freak out. Okay, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you what my doctor told me when I had pink pee. It's normal. <laughs> it's totally normal. I mean, once she told me that because I had eaten beets and we laughed about it because it was normal. I had nothing to be scared about. <laughs> but you are not alone. It's normal the imposter syndrome thoughts are normal. It is estimated that some 70% of people in the U.S. have experienced imposter syndrome at some point in their lives, according to the International Journal of Behavioral Science. And I'm sorry, but that other 30% who didn't say they had experienced imposter syndrome, I'm going to guess was because they were, you know, like living in a cave in a forest and they never came out. The term was coined back in the 1970s by two clinical psychologists who observed that many high-achieving women believed that they were not competent despite all their accomplishments. But this is definitely something that both men and women experience in life. This is not just a women thing, although I do think that, the, that historically women may experience it more because of a lack of equality. But- it, Men and women alike experience this. This is a human experience. It was definitely fun to do research on this because I found so many quotes and thoughts from celebrities, authors, thought leaders, and people who have accomplished huge things in their lives, who have all had something to say on the subject of imposter syndrome, and not just something to say on it, but something that they've actually experienced. So I read this story about Neil Gaiman. He is an English author of novels, comic books, films. He's incredibly talented and accomplished. Well, in this article that I found online, he said, Some years ago, I was lucky enough to be invited to a gathering of great and good people, artists and scientists, writers, and discoverers of things. And I felt that at any moment, they would realize that I didn't qualify to be there among these people who had really done things. And then he goes on to say that he found himself standing out in the hall and he bumped into Neil Armstrong and started having a conversation with him. They connected over the fact that they were both named Neil and they began to chit chat. And at one point, Armstrong said, I just look at all these people and I think, what the heck am I doing here? They've made amazing things and I just went wherever I was sent to. To which Neil Gaiman replied and goes on to say, yes, but you were the first man on the moon. I think that counts for something. Then Gaiman says, I felt a bit better because if Neil Armstrong felt like an imposter, maybe everyone did. Maybe there weren't any grown-ups, only people who had worked hard and also got lucky and were slightly out of their depth. All of us doing the best job we could, which is all we can really hope for. That, I love that story because here are two accomplished men having the same exact thoughts and then vulnerably kind of sharing that out loud. Here are some more quotes from some famous and loved figures who have also experienced the FOSS. (laughs) Meryl Streep told Ken Burns in a 2002 interview, You think to yourself, why would anyone want to see me again in a movie? And I don't know how to act anyway, so why am I doing this? meryl freaking streep who is the queen of the silver screen um that actually blew me away to hear the a quote coming from meryl that said something like that here's one from tina Fey: the beauty of imposter syndrome is that you vacillate between extreme egomania and a complete feeling of i'm a fraud oh my god they're on to me i'm a fraud Just try to ride the egomania when it comes and enjoy it, and then slide through the idea of fraud. And on her book tour, Michelle Obama spoke about her experience facing imposter syndrome and made an eye-opening revelation about what helped her ease her insecurities. Quote, I still have a little imposter syndrome. It doesn't go away. That feeling that you shouldn't take me that seriously. What do I know? I share that with you because we all have doubts in our abilities about our power and what that power is, end quote. The former first lady realized that people at the powerful tables aren't always smart. <laughs> I absolutely love all of these quotes. We, th- we adore certain people. We think about them and all that they do and accomplish being in the public eye and their talents. And so when we hear from them. It makes us feel a lot better. And I'm telling you, it's all of us. Okay. So it's not rocket science. We know that we experience it. And we know now that we're not alone, but what the heck are we going to do about it? So there is no overall treatment plan, but our goal is to get past any constant feelings of inadequacy and try to reframe our thinking and embrace our successes. When we have negative thoughts about our abilities and our qualifications, we just have to pause for a moment and ask whether these feelings are in fact accurate. And chances are they are not. So here are three tips to fight imposter syndrome and the FOSS voice in your head. Number one, write down or think through, but you know how I feel about the writing down of it all. (laughs) I love a list. Write down or think through a list of things that you feel you are good at and that you have succeeded in. Just take that in. Look at that list and see it for what it is. If you are alive, if you are breathing today, You have things to feel confident about. You have things that you've achieved. You have things that you are good at and that you have successes in, in so much that you've already done. That's step one. Number two, talk to someone who you trust and can get vulnerable with. Maybe maybe your spouse, maybe a friend, a family member, somebody that you're close to who you really trust. Tell them that you're having these feelings of imposter syndrome lately and ask to hear how they see you from their perspective. You've probably heard and will hear people say, don't seek out external validation. You've got to love yourself first. But listen, I agree. You've got to love yourself. There's no question about that. But there is absolutely nothing wrong with getting some encouragement and validation from a friend or a loved one, okay? Okay. We are all social beings, we crave love and connection, and we are constantly in our own heads all the time. And it's absolutely normal and healthy to get a little dose of this love from somebody who we trust so that we can get a boost. Ask your friend to remind you how they see you and what they believe you can accomplish, and they can even remind you what you already have accomplished. We've got to get out of our own heads and get a new perspective. My friend Kat and I do this for each other all the time. We both know that we are very capable women, but when we live alone and we work alone, it can be easy to let the self-doubt creep in and you can turn to those people that you love to give you a kickstart. Number three, make the choice today to be aware of it. So when you get signs of it, just recognize when it's happening so you can observe it don't judge it. It happens to us all. Just observe it and catch it before it turns into a pattern that starts to pull you down and keeps you from actually achieving what you are truly capable of. And last but not least, you got this. Let my voice be a reminder to you. If you have no other voice, you are all doing amazing things. You are all capable. You are all accomplished. And you are going to accomplish so much more in your lifetime. So, do what you love, do it bravely, and share your light with the world around you. Kick that FOSS to the curb. Go do it. And now I have saved the zest for last, where I'm gonna tell you something that I'm obsessed with this week. <laughs> And this week, I'm going to tell you about a new show on Apple TV that I love. It's called Blackbird. I cannot get enough of this show and it's, it's giving me true crime vibes, but it's like a drama and I'm obsessed. It's so good. I haven't had a show like this come along in a while where I feel like it's written very well. It's like, feels like a thriller and it's based on a true story, which I love it. Okay. So it is starring. Taron Egerton, I think I'm saying his name wrong. He was the star in the Elton John movie. He is fabulous. Um, also, Paul Walter Hauser is playing our serial killer villain named Larry. We've got Ray Liotta. We've got Greg Kinnear, a classic cast. This is a really good cast. The story is about Jimmy Keene. That's Taron Egerton, who was sentenced to a 10-year Um, minimum in a security prison but he cuts a deal with the FBI to befriend a suspected serial killer Larry and he's trying to get a little confession out of Larry in prison and it is so good so I highly recommend it's on Apple TV, and new episodes come out every single Friday. And I've been I've been really looking forward to the new episodes that are coming out. So go check that show out. If you love true crime, if you love a good kind of like thriller, thriller, crimey type show, this is your jam. I'll put the link and the info in the episode notes. Um, don't forget to pick up your pink lemonade candle from PinkySwearAndCo.com. Use code PLS15. And get yourself some candle vibes in your life. And that's our episode today. Thank you so much for stopping by the Pink Lemonade Stand. I'll be here every Monday morning. I would love it if you would squeeze that subscribe button, leave a five-star review, and follow along on Instagram at the PLS Podcast for some more sweet treats throughout the week. Now, when you are feeling like an old bit of rind, remind yourself that you are a gorgeous, delightful, and fabulous glass of pink lemonade. Oh, yeah, and don't forget... You better go out there and squeeze the day. Bye. Ping, 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 ping lemonade stay